Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, 
forced upon me can't refuse it didn't seek it didn't choose it but it's up to me to use it i must suffer if i lose it give account if i abuse it just a tiny little minute but an eternity is in it hit it This is Willie Jolly coming to you on this incredible day. I hope you're ready to soar on the flights of wings of eagles. And I'm hoping that you're ready to grow and go to the next level. And I'm excited about the fact that we've had this radio show and people are calling and saying how much they enjoy it. I want to thank each and every one of you who sent me emails, who said you enjoy this radio show. I want to thank you from across America who said, I listen every week. It's unique. It's different. It's the only one of its kind on on XM. and, And I'm excited about that. And I'm excited that you're Excited. You know, I start every show the same way, giving God glory. I give him praise for the opportunity to be alive, not just to be on the radio, not just to make a living speaking and writing books and doing the things I do on radio and television, but to be alive and, and to give God glory for life. And I'm thankful for that. And so I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe, and, and I'm cool with that. But I just know which side of the bread my my bread is buttered, and I give God praise, and I give him on honor and glory. Now, you've seen him on television you read his books he is probably one of the hottest um, I don't want to use the word motivational because that's not really what he does you are motivated by the time he finishes with you but he calls himself uh, an irritational speaker but what he is is a truth teller he's going to tell you the truth whether you like it or not he's going to give it to you straight and I love him for it we're good friends he's been one of my uh, advisors and mentors and, and 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 friends and brothers in the speaking industry when I first got started he took me aside took me on his wing and he helped me to jump off and he's been uh, a part of my success uh, journey, and I'm very thankful. His name is Larry Wingett. Larry Wingett. Larry, are you on the line? I am on here with you, Willie. Man, I am so glad to have you, and I'm excited about having you on the on the phone with me. You are hot as a firecracker, man. I saw you on television the other morning, and uh, your books are all over the place. I go into, look, they even got a section in the Washington, D.C. Barnes & Nobles, the Larry Wingett section. <laughs> Cool. That Special is dedicated table in every Barnes and Noble in the country. So. Man, that is fantastic, and that is cool, and I'm excited, and I'm I'm thankful for the fact that uh, you can make time. You got a new book. It's called People Are Idiots, and I can prove it. The ten ways you are sabotaging yourself and how you can overcome them. But before I talk about the new book, I got to tell people about the older books and the, and the books that were out before. You know, you had a book that was called. Uh, the last book was called. Uh, you're broke because you want to be. How to stop getting by and getting and start getting ahead. And then your first book, which pe- which really broke broke you out. Well, your first national book because you've been writing books for years. You probably got a hundred books uh, under your under your belt. But <laughs> the first book was the one that really broke you out. Stop whining and get a life. That's right. And, you know, I think what people need to know is that when they see you, what they see is what you get. And Larry Wingett is not uh, anything contrived about him. I've known him for years. This is the real deal. I've been to his home, and this is him. I mean, he's just going to tell it to you straight. So You don't have to work too hard to fake it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about all the things that are going on and how they tie into help people to live a better life. 
Well, you know, things are the way they are because that's how we've made them. We created the life we're living on an individual basis and on a societal basis. And if you don't like the life you're living, you've got to change it. You don't get to whine about it. Don't whine to anybody. They don't care. they got crap of their own they're dealing with. So, <laughs> that's the truth. That is the truth. Yes. So don't bother the rest of us with your problems. Everybody's got problems right now. The only way to fix a problem is to go to work. And that's why a lot of people don't fix their problems, because it involves work. You can't think yourself to success. You can't hope your way out of debt. You've got to work your way out of debt. You've got to work your way to success. Wow, you must work your way to success. And now we got a lot of people who, who, but who are out of work. What about the ones who are out of work, who, who lost their jobs, who, who've gone through foreclosures, who've gone through, uh, this economic downturn? What do we say to them? I say I'm sorry. But I will say this, it's, uh, I have one question I ask everybody when they write me, and I get hundreds of emails every single day well, from people who are in real trouble, and I'd write them back with one question. So what are you going to do about it? Mm. Mm. So you do? I'm sorry you're out of work, so what are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit on your couch, watch television, and, and moan about it, and groan about it, and whine and complain about it? Are you going to suck it up, set your ego aside, and remember you got family, you got commitments? I don't care if you got to say if you were an engineer making one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars last year. If you got to go out and say, "Do you want fries with that this year?" You do what it takes to pay your bills, keep your commitments, and take care of your family. That'll do more for your self-esteem and your self-worth than sitting on your couch and complaining. You're absolutely right, because you know it's a tough time, but you've got to you've got to make some decisions. Well, it all comes down to making a decision. Your life changes first when you make a decision. Good things rarely interrupt you. You've got to go out and make good things happen, and you do that when you decide. And you've got to make tough decisions right now. You've got to look at your life and make tough decisions about what you really would like to have, what you need to have, and what you cannot live without. People got to go into survival mode from an economic standpoint. What can I not live without? And that's a tough decision to make. That is. It's a tough decision, but it's a necessary decision. Sometimes you can't do those things, as I say in one of my speeches, don't do those things that are comfortable. Do those things that are necessary. And when you do the things that are necessary, it changes the game, doesn't it? It absolutely does. And that really comes down to setting good priorities. Sadly, people have not set good priorities. And really, the People Are Idiots book, that's what it's about. It's about the huge gap that exists between what we say we want and what we end up with. And we end up with not what we say we want, but what we work on. Our actions contradict our words. And I want people to stop saying, I want to be successful. I want to be happy. I want to have great kids. I don't believe them anymore. Show me what you're doing to make those things happen. For instance, we have uh, across the board in society, if I walked up to people and said, would you like to have great kids? Well, who wouldn't want to have great kids? And yet the American Parenting Association says that the average parent spends only three and a half minutes per week Three and a half minutes per week in meaningful conversation with their children. Oh, yeah, we want to have great kids, not enough to talk to them. See, that's sad. So why we say one thing, we do another thing. Mm. We say we want to be healthy. Do we really? Everybody wants to be healthy, live a long time. Well, why do we eat twice as many calories on average than our body needs? Why do we absolutely live sedentary lifestyles? Wow. We don't do anything. We spend $33 billion every year on weight loss products. Why don't you just eat less and go for a walk? <laughs>
<laughs> Bottom line, Larry Wingard. I love it. We, we got my friend Larry Wingard. Y'all stay tuned because we've got lots more. He's going to tell you how to grow your life, change your life, grow your income, and get, the, get this stuff straight. You've got Willie Jolly across America saying your best is yet to come. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. Walk by faith. Talk by faith. Move by faith. And live by faith. You gotta have faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith, keep the faith. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Woke up one morning, didn't know what to do. Had so much pressure on me. I cried, oh, oh, Lord. Oh, no. Please help me preach. He said, open the word and just read. I, I opened and found it was clear as can be. All things are possible if you From my money-making music and motivation CD and DVD set, if you want a copy of that, you can get it two ways. You can get it via the Internet, digital download right at my website at willyjolly.com or wjspeaks.com. You actually can hear samples of it right on my website, and you can download it to your iPod immediately, or you can buy the whole package. It's called Money-Making Music and Motivation, which is a DVD, two CDs, and a book all in one package. It will change your life. I want to thank all of those who've been sending emails saying they have been playing that music every day. I give you a 30-day program to help you to turn your life around by listening to things that will inspire, encourage, and instruct you on how to change from where you are to where you can be. I've got one of those people who does that every day. He helps organizations and corporations. He helps individuals. You've seen him on television uh, with the Big Spender program. You've seen him even in a Hyundai commercial. He sits in the back seat and tells it to him straight. His name is Larry Wingett, and you can get his book, new book, People Are Idiots, and I can prove it. You can get it at bookstores and I want you to run out and get a copy. Get one for you and get one for somebody who you know needs to get busy because he will help them to grow to the next level. Thank you for being on with me, Larry. 
Oh, I'm having a great time. Good. Let's talk about these 10 ways people are sabotaging themselves. Let's talk about that and what it is. I mean, because I know you've got some real some real doozies here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not your uh, warm, touchy-feely guy like you are, Willie. I've got to slap people upside the head and say, you're not doing good. Pay attention here. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen how you make the people cry on television. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that's an important step. That's a step most people don't use in their typical motivation thing. I am a big believer in emotion and tying remorse to your stupidity. I think when you feel bad about what you've done, that's when you're willing to change. If you just go, ah, everybody gets in trouble, ah, big deal, I didn't pay my bills, a lot of people don't pay their bills, then you're never going to change. Mm. So when I see people cry, you know, I talk about in this book that you need to have a Jimmy Swagger moment. You need to stand, look toward the heaven and say, oh Lord, I've been stupid. I want to see tears run down your face. I want to see you beg for forgiveness. And then I want you to just get over it and move on. <laughs> well, <laughs> I love it, a Jimmy Swaggart moment. <laughs> yep, you need a Jimmy Swaggart moment. Everybody needs one in your life. Go to the mirror. You know where you've been an idiot. Everybody does. Go to the mirror, look yourself in the eye, and let me see you be sorry. Well, and that's, that remorse is what will move you forward then, because you know you messed up. Well, let's you talk cannot about, move forward until you know you messed up. Well, let's talk about these 10 steps and, and what they are and how people can literally get their lives turned around by getting in this book and jumping in and, and using these principles. Okay, the first one is people are ignorant. That means they just don't know what it takes to be successful. You know, it's okay not to know how to play golf, but it's not okay to not know how to provide for your family, learn how to earn money, save money, invest money, be healthy, take care of your kids. It's not okay there. So get some education so you're no longer ignorant. Then people are stupid. Now let me tell you the difference between stupid and ignorant. Ignorant is means you don't know any better. Stupid is when you know better and you don't do it. <laughs> And, and I got a problem with stupid, pe stupid people. Those are the people I'm talking about in this book where people are idiots. Most people know what it takes to be successful. I mean, how could you not at this time in society? How could you not know? It's like when people write and say, I don't know what it takes to lose weight. Come on. Exercise more, eat less. That's all it takes. I don't know how to be more successful financially. How about spending less than you earn? You know, those are simple things. Everybody knows what it takes. They just don't do it. So if you know what it takes to be successful, you don't do it. Why? The next one would be people are lazy. Mm. People are just lazy. It's easier not to do it than it is to do it. And then we get to the big one, and this is, this is a huge one for me. People just don't give a damn. They don't care. They don't care enough to do what it takes. You know, if you're going to move ahead, you've got to give something up. Success is never about getting anything. You don't get more successful. You give up what keeps you from being successful. And that's what people have to look at. What am I going to give up? You've got to care enough to be willing to sacrifice. You've got to care enough to be willing to give some things up. And so figure out what you really care about. What are your priorities? And make sure that your money, your time, and your energy goes to what your real priorities are. Care. Then people like vision. They just don't have a vision for their life. They're living with their current vision. You know, I grew up dirt poor. I never had anybody in my family go to college. I never had anybody in my family uh, do very well. And if I had kept that vision and owned that vision that my family had, then that's where I'd be living, Muskogee, Oklahoma, making $30,000 a year. But I created a new vision for myself. So people need to create a new vision based on what they'd like to have happen, not what they believe could happen or has happened in the past. Mm. Next would be people have low expectations. They don't expect much from others. And, you know, when you don't expect much from somebody, they don't give you much. But they don't expect much from themselves either. 
I expect a lot from myself. I know you do, too. That's right. And if you want to have more from yourself, you've got to be tough on yourself. Do not surround yourself with people who are going to put their arm around you, hold your hand, sing kumbaya, make s'mores, and huddle around a campfire saying, this is a cold, cruel world out there. Honey, no wonder you're not doing so good. That's not your friend. You need a friend who's going to grab you upside the neck and say, you deserve better than this. I expect more from you than this. I know you can do this. They'll kick your butt just a little bit. That's a real friend. You want friends who will expect a lot from you, and you've got to expect a lot from yourself. That's the absolute truth. Absolute truth. Okay, we had number, what was that, number six? Yeah, something like that. All right. And then you got, people don't recognize the consequences of their actions. You know, actions have consequences. And you have to experience the pain of those consequences. One of the things, and this is on an economic level right now, uh, uh, we're, we're bailing people out. I'm not for any bailout ever of anyone for any reason, whether it be the government or your kids. You don't bail people out because when you bail somebody out, you cheat them of the experience of the pain. Mm. You've got to feel the pain of a consequence. If you don't feel the pain of the consequence, you're going to be doomed to repeat it until you do feel the pain of that consequence. You know what? Go ahead. Let's take a moment there because this is a critical one. I think you're right on. This is so critical because we we see people, parents who consistently bail their children out. We see uh, uh, people who bail and, and, and continue to baby and 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 not give people an opportunity. I had a situation with my daughter years ago where she called me and said, "I'm I'm having a little trouble with my my car and and so forth and so on." And could you know we need register? I need my registration. And I said, "Okay, I'm gonna help you." And I said, "I said, but you got to get busy and get your thing." She was finishing up school. I sent her some money for the registration. About a month later, she calls me and said, "Dad, I need some money for my car because I got to get it out of impound." I said, "Impound? What's it in impound?" What well, they they told it because it didn't have a, a valid registration ticket. I said, "What? I gave you the money for registration." She said, "I know, but uh, my my bills kind of took over that money, and and I, I ended up spending on on my bills. And now I need I need some more help. Uh, what what do you what do you, can you do?" And I said, "You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pray for you." I'm going to pray for you, and you're going to walk a while until you figure it out. Because I'm not helping you because I will cripple you if I help you anymore. Yeah, and we do that with our kids. In fact, my next book is called Stop Raising Stupid Kids. Mm. And that comes out this time next year. And we have, the only reason we have stupid kids is we have people practicing stupid parenting. And we're bailing our kids out way too much. You know, it, you, when a little kid's two years old and they reach over there and they won't touch that stove, you can slap their hands away all day long, and they're going to keep reaching over there until they get burned. Mm-hmm. Let them get burned one time. They'll never touch that stove again, right. ever. And sometimes the best thing you can let people do is suffer just a little bit because suffering, hurt, uh, a little bit of pain, that is the best teacher in the whole world. You know, really, I, I went bankrupt lost everything in the world I had. Best thing that ever happened to me. Mm. Because that pain made me go, I don't want to do that again. Right. I'll do anything to make sure that doesn't happen again. So I had to experience that pain. Let's move on to the next one. People right. have bad habits. People have bad habits. You know, we all have bad habits. And, and then I hear people say, well, no, Larry, that's just how I do things. And I just say, well, how's that working out for you? Mm. I mean, obviously, that's not giving you the results that you want, so I don't care if it's your habit or if that's just the way you do it. Get some new habits. Here's the problem. People say they want to change their habits. And you don't just change a habit. You've got to have a new habit to replace that habit. You've got to have something right there to fill it in. If you spend all your time watching TV and you go, I'm going to quit doing that, okay, fine. 
Well, what are you going to do? Because if you don't have something lined up, you're going to be right back there with your rear end sitting in front of that television watching it because you didn't have anything planned. So if you want to stop watching TV six hours a day, which is the natural, national average, mm-hmm. what activity are you going to plan in advance? Are you going to say, okay, so tonight I'm going to bowl, or tonight I'm going to read, or tonight I'm going to listen to a book on audio, or whatever? you got to have things stacked up in advance to replace that. And so get a new habit and then give up the old habit so you can have your time occupied. Next is this. People have poor role models. If we ever have that with our kids today, we have set up the wrong people to be role models in their life. We've spent way too much time looking at sports figures and uh, the little actresses and all those people that we all know all their names, and we made these people uh, role models for our children. And then we wonder why our kids act the way they do. We've got the wrong role models. We need to be teaching people to have the right role models, and those are people who have built their lives and success on honesty and integrity and work and vision. Those are the people we got to put in our lives, and there and are a lot of not nationally famous people. They're just regular folks. i got role models in my life every single day. I see them that inspire me, just regular folks. Wow. And that's the kind of role model you got to have. And hold, last hold, hold is, that last one. we got to okay. take a break. But i got one more. i got one more for y'all. So y'all got to stay tuned because Larry's giving it to you fast and furious. You're listening to Willie Jolly with my friend Larry Winget. The best is yet to come. If you cannot depend on them, when you're in need, you need a friend who'll be there. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking with my friend Larry Wingett, the author of the book, 
people are idiots, and I can prove it. He's telling you how to make this the best year ever because you will take because you will take responsibility for your life, and you will do the things necessary to grow and go to the next level, and you will make it happen rather than just thinking about happening. You will make it happen. Larry, you're going through these steps. Let me make sure I got them correctly, and then we'll get number ten because I'm telling you, you're giving them to us fast and furious. <laughs> I'm loving this. This is good stuff. He said, people are ignorant. So you gotta you gotta learn take make a kind of education uh, decision. People are stupid. You know better, and you don't do it. You just don't do it. People are lazy. It's easier not to do it than to do it. People just don't care. You don't care enough to be willing to sacrifice. People lack vision. They're doing what their folks did or their grand folks did or an old vision. You gotta get a new vision. People don't expect much from themselves. You gotta expect have high expectations and expect great things from yourself, from your children. You know, if you plant a seed, you're expecting it to come up. Yet we don't have high expectations from ourselves. People number seven, people don't recognize the consequences of their actions. And so we bail people out and they don't get to have the pain and the emotional connection. I had a, a talk with my son this morning. He's in law school. He wanted to go to Japan. It didn't work the way he wanted. I said, I know it's uncomfortable and painful, but this is a good learning lesson so that you will next time get the opportunity. You'll run through the door and make it happen and talk to people until you get it done. Number eight, people have bad habits. They keep doing bad things. And when they stop doing the bad thing, they don't replace it with a good thing. If you're, if you're uh, going to stop eating, exercise. If you're going to stop looking at TV, start reading. You know, we are big on reading in our, in our community, self-help community. We say you must read. Readers are leaders. That's why I'm encouraging you to get Larry's books. I'm encouraging you to get uh, uh, Les Brown books, Willie Jolly books, Keith Harrell books, because these books will change your life. And then, number, uh, and then people have poor role models. Number nine, poor role models, wrong models of athletes, actresses, Paris Hilton, uh, 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 singers, entertainers. Not that they bad we love them i'm a singer i'm an entertainer but you also want to look at people who are doing things who are proceeding and who have responsibility i heard a great quote the other night the difference between respect and love you can love somebody and not respect them because they're not taking responsibility for the things that are happening in their lives you can love them but you have to have responsibility to get respect am i right about it larry you're absolutely right. And number really 10. Lead into number 10. Number 10 is people just don't have a plan. Mm. You know, people spend more time planning their day off than they do their lives. Mm. They really will. Especially, look at how you plan a vacation. When you plan a vacation, you know where you want to go. You know the map that's going to get you there. You know what you're going to do. You know you can't do it all, so you have to prioritize, saying this is the most important thing for me to do and see on vacation, so I'm going to do that. You know who you're going to go with and you know how much it's going to cost you. And yet we haven't done those very same things that we would do with our vacation with the rest of our lives. Do you know where you're going to go? Do you know the map that's going to get you there? Do you know who you want to long on that trip? Do you know what's most important to do and see and become a part of? And do you know what it's going to cost you? No. People never sat down and put pen to paper and written down a plan for their life. It's been said in our community, that self-help community, for years and years, 3% of society have written down goals for their lives. And those 3% statistically always do better. Get a plan for your life. I love it. You know, these are, and you you know what? I said something to my wife, D last night. I said, you know, it seems like people just don't think. I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I said, 
is it is it because I've read these books and and because of the people I'm around that these things come so simple to me? And I guess some of it is that it is because of the books. And and I I forget that I've been doing this now for 20 years. When I changed my life, I started reading the books and going to the seminars and listening to the speakers. I went to NSA and I sat with Larry at his table, and he he was like a marketing maven, and he my eyes lit up like big saucers. And I said, that's my kind of guy because he's thinking like I'm thinking, and he was pushing people to be successful and then and then he he continued to grow and and expand his base and continue to to even change his brand from a motivational to irritational from from just a regular corporate speaker to somebody who's telling people what they need to hear now and what they need to hear not what they want to hear and so that is why Larry has become one of the uh, unique personalities in uh, self-help he's telling you got to help yourself isn't that right Larry well, absolutely. In the terms of the self-help business, there's way too much help, not near enough self. You know, I'm a one-trick pony. Life is your fault. You created it. It was your thoughts, your words, your actions that created the life that you're living. And even if something horrible befell you, some terrible tragedy happened upon you, what are you going to do about it? Mm. That's what it always comes down to. What are you going to do about it? What, what are you going to do about it? you take? What do you tell people now with this? Uh, as we look at this economic downturn, Larry, I mean, this is a people are afraid to death, and and what are your what are your secrets to to turning? And you've seen it through nine eleven. We we in the speaker business saw a downturn, and many speakers are struggling, but many people are struggling. What do you tell people about the economic downturn and how to how to come back? Well, what I'm telling people right now, and Willie, I do come on television every single week on some news program talking just about this stuff. And when I tell people, I have a very consistent message. Number one, go into survival mode. Mm. Only spend money on what you absolutely cannot live without. If you're in trouble, go into survival mode. Look long and hard at your lifestyle and where your money's going. Then figure out a way to get another job. I don't care what people are saying. There aren't any jobs out there. Maybe your ego is in the way. You're not too good to do anything. You're just not too good. So set all that aside and get out there and do whatever you can to earn an extra nickel. If you don't do anything but earn $100 a month, $100 a month can go a long way. Number three would be you well, can number two, hold on, let me, I got number one is going in survival mode. Number two is? You're not too good to do anything. Bring okay. in extra income. Go, no go to, go to work whatever way you can. Okay. Yeah, increase your income. Number three is remember cash is king. Mm. You've got to figure out some way to start accumulating cash. Sell some of that stuff you've got. We've all got stuff we don't need. Get rid of it. Have garage sales. Put it on Craigslist, eBay. I don't care what it is. You figure out a way to raise some extra cash. We need a cushion. The average 50-year-old in America at the end of last year only had $2,500 saved. 50 years old and wow. you only come up with $2,500? Come on. Wow. So you've got to put away some money so you'll have some reserves. Uh, that's your, called your backup plan, and we all need a better backup plan. Wow. The last one would be you stay in touch with the people you owe money to. If you're in trouble and you know you're in trouble, you open up those lines of communication. You never hide from a creditor. Remember, they want to be on your side. They want their money back, and it is their money. So you need to get on the phone and communicate with these people if you're in trouble. Don't dodge them. And they want to help you if you will let them. So talk to them. Really, it's all a very simple process. It really and, is. And don't complicate it. Don't be afraid of it. If there's one area we're afraid of, it's we're afraid of talking about our money. And right now, money's very important to people, and a lot of people are hurting. And if you want to get better, you've got to open up the lines of communications with everybody, with your family, with your creditors, with your customers. Just talk to people. 
Amazing how many people it was in the Washington Post this morning, people who are walking away from mortgages, people who are dodging and dipping when their credit is called. But a simple phone call could make a world of difference. I mean, just tell people, look, I've got a, I'm having some trouble, but I want to pay you and I want to pay you. Let's put the money that I owe on the back end. Give me some time to grow, grow this. I'll pay what I can right now and let's get it going. They want to work with you and they don't talk to somebody else in that organization. That's right. You had to remember all credit is judged on two things, the willingness to pay and the ability to pay. Mm. If you don't have the ability, at least show them that you have the willingness. That's that's incredible. Folks, did y'all hear that? Credit is based on two things, willingness and ability. And if you cannot, you don't have the ability, at least let them know you're willing and you'll do what you can. That's a major, 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 major point. And we got far too many people who have, have not got that and are not taking full advantage of it. Well, you're right. And, uh, you know, I pay, I have time in my life when I owed people a lot of money. And I just got on the phone and got straight with them. I said, my payment a month may be $500 a month. And this month you're going to get five. And next month you get 20. And if I get another 50 in between, I'll send that to you. I'm going to prove to you that I will pay this bill, that I'm an honorable person, that, I, that I'm a man of integrity, and that I know I owe this debt. I'm not going to dodge it. You're going to get all your money, but you're going to get it as soon as I can and in whatever increments as I can. And they like it. You know, they didn't like it, but they dealt with it. And none of the, the people that I did that with that with, they didn't burn me. They could have reported me. They knew I was willing, though. And, uh, you know, they got little bitty payments from me. And that's what I suggest people do. You know, what the, you know what the most practical thing somebody who's in trouble can do is when you get that payment, that bill statement, you take copies of that bill statement. And when it says, you know, amount due and then amount you're paying, you make copies of that and you make a lot of them and you send them in whenever you get an extra $5. You put $5 in that amount paid and you mail it off again. And you keep mailing payments with that little statement that you made copies of. So you are constantly reducing debt with people. That's what they want to see, your willingness to reduce the debt. Wow. We got my friend Larry Winger. Look, folks, this is incredible. I want you to go get his books. People are idiots, and I can prove it. And all of his books. Go to his website, Larry Winget, W-I-N-G-E-T.com. We've got one more segment with my friend Larry. Stay tuned. The best is yet to come. You Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. 
Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. Within your heart, you know that no one can choose the that you must go. You gotta believe, folks. You gotta believe. You're listening to Willie Jolly on XM 169. You're listening to music from my CD, Money Making Music and Motivation. And now you can download the music absolutely immediately. And you can also download my books. It only takes a minute to change your life, as well as a setback as a setup for a comeback in digital form. So you can read it on your computer. You can get it instant. So go to my website, wjspeaks.com. WJSpeaks.com or WillieJolly.com. I also want you to go to Larry Winget. Larry, L-A-R-R-Y, Winget, W-I-N-G-E-T.com. Get his books. I mean, get all of his stuff. Don't get just one book. Get all the stuff. Because this guy is fabulous. He's he's not only one of the top speakers in the world, he's a Speaker Hall of Fame inductee. I'm honored that uh, a couple years ago I joined the group of Speaker Hall of Famers and I'm in a group with Larry on that. I'm glad about that. But he's also one of the top television personalities now. You can see him on MSNBC, CNBC, Fox Business, CNN. He's on the big spender on A&E every week. You can see him on the Today Show, CBS TV, uh, NBC, Fox News. Uh, I saw him this week, uh, this week on um, on uh, Mike and Juliet, I believe is the name of that. So I said, I got to call Larry. And I'm glad I reached out to him and he was able to fit us in. And look, I'm telling you, his stuff will give you a new perspective and it'll help you take responsibility. Your responsibility is responding with your ability. And sometimes the difference between those who win and those who lose is simply taking responsibility and taking action on the things you've thought about. So go to his website, get his books, get his audios, get his videos. They will inspire you and your team and then bring them in to have, you, have them speak for your organization. Larry, uh, I want to ask you like the last couple questions and as we close the interview today. Is it ever too late to change? No, it's never too late. And sometimes people will get especially down, especially in terms of their finances. I've seen way too many go, you know, it's so messed up now, I can't do anything about it, so what difference does it make? And they just continue to spiral downward. It is never too late to start the fix. You remember, you didn't get in trouble, no matter what area of your life, whether it be your weight or your money or your relationships. None of that stuff happened overnight. It took a long period of time to get that deep in debt. It took a long period of time to gain that much weight, and it's going to take you a long time to get out. So don't let the fact that you've got a long road ahead of you 
get you down. Remember, if it does, and it can get you down, stop looking at the big picture. Everybody always says, look at the big picture. I say, forget the big picture and look at what you can do in this moment. What can I do this afternoon? You know, people say when you write your goals, you know, that you need to write, you need a one-year, a five-year, and a ten-year. Oh, bull. I think you need a three-day, a seven-day, a ten-day, a thirty-day. We need short-term goals. Mm. We need to look at things in the little smallest way possible so we'll have little victories along the way you know if if you're wanting to lose weight if all you do is not go to the refrigerator this morning because that's been your habit then that's a victory celebrate that little victory if all you do is uh, work a little harder make another five dollars or pay an extra five dollars on one of your credit cards or whatever you do even though it seems like a small thing in the big picture it's been a momentary victory and you got to build those little momentary victories together on top of each other until you end up with a big win I love it. That's exactly, exactly right. Now, you, you have been, now you want to buy, let's talk about this weight thing, because, you know, a lot of people struggle with weight, and I have seen you lose weight. You, you, uh, you were never fat, but you had a little belly at one point, and one day I saw you, and I said, what in the world, what happened to the belly? You said, I lost it. <laughs> it's gone. And it was gone. Uh, you, you, you're not just talking about this. You practice what you preach. And I think you're harder on yourself than on anybody else. Am I right about it? Well, and I think that's the way it should be. You ought to be harder on yourself. You can't set an example for other people unless you walk in your, really walk in your talk. And we see way too many people in the, in the motivational speaking industry and the speaking industry from all levels who don't walk their talk. And, you know, I have a big, big issues with credibility and, and, and integrity. Yes. And I think you've got to be able to absolutely be the shining example of what you talk about. Knowing that we're all human, we all make mistakes, I certainly do, but really you've got to be able to walk your talk. It's a good thing that in my, walking my talk, my talk's about being an idiot sometimes because I am one. <laughs> so you can, you can write the book because you know what it's like. Uh, listen, I can be the poster child for stupidity. I've made every mistake in the world you can make, financially, business-wise, uh, personally, with my marriage, as a parent, I've made all the mistakes. There's no shame in making a mistake. There's only a shame if you keep making the same mistake over and over and over again. Mm. Now, I want people to go get shut up, stop whining, and get a life. I was even in Hampton, Virginia one day and saw a guy with a T-shirt, shut up, stop whining, and get a life, Larry Winget, uh, walking around. I said, man, that's a friend of mine. He said, I love this shirt. It gets people to stop and talk. <laughs> You know, you got to shake people up, and my titles do shake people up. Right. Now, Larry, uh, I want you to give people some, some closing ideas in the last few. So why should they make a change, and, and what can they do right now to get going and make this the best year ever? You know, really, if you ever want to prove people are idiots, it comes down to one thing, and it would be this, that human beings are the only species on the earth, the only species on the planet, who every single day get up and choose to be less, do less, and have less than they could. Mm. Only people do that. Dogs don't do that. A plant doesn't do that. Nothing on our planet chooses to be less. Only people. So if you can choose to be less, you can choose to be more. What I'm telling people, you've got to do all you can every single day in every area of your life, and the reason is very simple, because you can it always comes down to those three words. You do it because you can do it. Why should you work a little harder? Because you can. Why should you get a little healthier? Because you can. Why should you live as long as you possibly can? Because you can do those things. And if you can do it and don't do it, that's truly a shame. You've cheated everybody in your life as well as yourself. And if you can do it and you make the most of it, then you ought to pat yourself on the back, 
because every time you do that, you will make progress. Remember, you make progress one step at a time, a little bit at a time. Throw away the big picture. Go for the little picture. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about your future. To heck with all of that. Worry about what you can do right at this moment to make your life better. It's about right now. It's today, not tomorrow. TNT. Today, not tomorrow. So if you're gonna, if you look at these challenges and the difficulties and all the issues that are facing America, what's your what's your perspective? Uh, what's your uh, projection or prediction about people uh, over this next year? Can they turn it around? Can we come back from this this economic downturn with the people who have made poor choices with getting? Uh, I know you're on cases of people who are getting these uh, loans that they can't afford, house buying. I know you've been. What do you call it one time? Um, uh, what did you call it? Uh, uh, some about the, the big hat no cat. <laughs> yeah, all hat no cat. All the hat no. They talk. Thirty thousand dollar millionaires is what we call them out here. They make thirty thousand dollars. They look like they make a million. They don't have a dime. Nothing. Uh, one good outfit. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got to have people to change. They've yeah, got to really change. people do change. My prediction is, I'm sorry, folks, it's not good news. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm. But I tell people, don't worry about the economy. Worry about your personal economy. They say that one more time, Larry. They've got to hear that. Don't worry about the economy. Worry about your personal economy. The only thing you can control, you cannot control the price of milk, the price of gasoline, the Dow Jones average, and I always get amazed. People say, Larry, did you see that the, down's 80, the Dow is down 80 points today? And I said, do you know what that means? Well, no, but it can't be good. Do you have any money in the stock market? No. Then why are you worried about it? <laughs> Why do you even care? You don't know what it is, and you don't have any money in the market. So shut up about that stuff. The only thing in the world you can control, and this is it, is your level of consumption. That's all you got. Spend less. Your level of consumption, your level of consumerism, that is within your control. That's your personal economy. You get to choose how much you spend and where you spend it. You can't do anything about the economy, so don't try to fix it. Don't moan about it. Don't complain about it. doesn't do you any good. Just go back, like I always say, go to the mirror and look yourself in the eye and say, what can I do? What can I do? That's what it always comes back to. Wow. What can I do? What can I do today to change my life? And you can change your life. Larry Wingett has given you tips. we got about a minute, Larry, and any closing thoughts you want to share with people? Uh, go out and, uh, uh, folks, I first want to tell you, go out and get this book. It will empower you. People are idiots, and I can prove it. He gives you t- these simple strategies to turn your life around. Get all of his books. Listen to this stuff. Go to his website. he got free stuff. he got a blog. He's got uh, interviews from radio and television. It will inspire you. Now, Larry, we got about a minute. Give us some, some closing thoughts just to inspire and encourage and, and push people to, to take it to the next level. You know, I want to tell people, I just came, I'm writing a blog right now. It's called Larry Wingett Fixes America. You could fix America with three things. If every single person went home and was fiscally responsible, mean they earned as much money as they possibly could, and they spent less than they earned. That's it. Just be fiscal responsible. Two would be if they actually did the job they were hired to do. With no excuses. If you gave, your employer hired you to give it your best every single day, and you got to give it your best every single day. So do the job you were hired to do. And third, we could fix this world if we did those two things and if every parent went home and raised their kid. Mm. I mean parented their kid. If they taught them fiscal responsibility, if they taught them how to eat right, if they became involved in their lives, if they helped them get a better education, if they talked to them, hugged them, loved them, 
paddle their butt every once in a while to prove that they cared about them, if they became involved and were better parents, and if we did our jobs, and if we fiscally became responsible for the money we've got, we could turn this world around. Man, you couldn't say it better. Folks, you've heard my friend Larry Winget say it, short and sweet. Larry, thank you for being on with me, buddy. Willie, it's always fun. Always my pleasure. I look to talk to you soon. Folks, you have heard from the one and only Larry Winget. He's my main man and my friend, and he is incredible. Go get his books. Get my books, get his books, and get some stuff that will change your life. The best is yet to come. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.